and welcome to Twist Talks by Samantha Twist, where we talk about basically everything from careers, your home, relationships, health, and more. I cover just about anything you deal with in life. Hope you enjoy. Today's guest is Celine, founder of Vitae Apparel. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this podcast because I've been following this brand since 2016. Like this girl's living my dreams. Get ready for some real authentic conversation. Nervous. This girl is actually so cool. She started her own company at such a young age and it's so successful. It's just like everything goes. I get so nervous for these. So for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about you and your history? My name is Celine, and I used to be a competitive swimmer. And I started Vitae after I graduated grade 12 high school. And um, the reason why I started was I quit swimming and then I became a lifeguard. And when I was lifeguarding, I saw that a lot of um, women would jump off the diving board and or, or the slide and their bikini tops would fall off. So I was like, there has to be a bikini top that is fashionable yet functional so I spent the summer like kind of looking for that product and I couldn't find any so I think towards the end of the summer I started designing and sketching and finding manufacturers to design my own um, fashionable yet functional bikinis because it was really important to me as I was really into water sports as well so I did that and then around six months later so after first term of like first year of university, I launched Vitae and I also um, dropped out of school at that point. And I just kind of like did lifeguarding full time while like running this business on the side. And uh, I think two years later, I am doing this full time um, now. Yeah. That's awesome. And you launched in 2016, right? Yeah, 2016, December. Yeah, I remember I was graduating high school at the same time. I saw you doing that. I was like, whoa, that is so cool. So I'm very excited you're joining the podcast today. Um, how was the community around you when you decided, okay, I'm going to drop out. I'm going to make this happen. Were they very supportive or? No, it was really tough because um, Asian parents, right? So mm-hmm. they really want me to go to school. Like that's their whole goal is, you know, you got to finish university um, because they never finished university. So she, my mom really wanted me to to continue to go to school. But um, she, at the time I was paying for schooling. That's why I was like lifeguarding full-time, saving up money to pay for tuition. So I was kind of like, okay, like you're not paying for my school and I'm using my own money towards this. So I have a saying on what I want to do with it. And uh, it was rough. And, you know, I just kind of like did my own thing mm-hmm. without too much support um but yeah I mean I see a lot of people my age or older like they go to school and then they finish and then they don't know what to do or they hate it what they're studying and they're not um going into the job field that they studied for so Mm -hmm. I I kind of knew a lot of people like that so it didn't help me decide to stay in school at all because yeah exactly yeah and so what were the, some of the biggest things you had to figure out when starting the business that you didn't know, but you know now? Some things I had to figure out was, well, there's a lot, but one of the most important things that I have learned and had to figure out was customer service because previously I didn't 
have any experience in like retail or any other jobs I was just like doing lifeguarding and teaching swimming and that's kind of like um like more hands-on not really like communicating with customers at all like you don't really need to like give a good customer service experience it's more like skill related so I was very very bad at customer service in the beginning of running my business and um I also when you're running your own business that's like your whole life so I just took everything customers said like personally Mm -hmm. which is not good and not professional um and that took me a while to learn actually I would say probably around a year ever since starting the business to learn to like be more okay on like taking criticism and talking to customers in a more like professional kind tone um and i wish that i you know like maybe had a different job that had like customer service experience or um earlier on like i, I took a course somewhere or something to like learn more about it but um now I've learned way more about customer service and our customer service team is pretty strong now, mm-hmm. um, but still something that I'm learning every day. Yeah. And yeah. when you hire for your team, what kind of qualities do you look for in people? For me, it's really important to hire someone that is flexible. Mm-hmm. So working at a startup, you're oftentimes not only put into one role, but a few different roles and you have to do like different tasks. Yeah. So someone that is flexible and willing to learn and willing to adapt into, you know, different responsibilities that's needed from that person is really important for me. Um, and also someone that is fun, like positive, um, creative. I think that's a huge part of our team culture right now. Um, and we're like super supportive of each other. So that's also really important for us. Yeah. Yeah, when I see your guys' Instagram posts or stories about the team meetings, it always looks really fun. (laughs) And so you guys do an ocean cleanup giveaway where when people post on their stories, then you guys donate to clean up the ocean and then also give them a free bikini. And I was just kind of wondering a little bit if you have more details on that for like why you guys do it, how it's even possible because it looks like you're just giving free stuff away completely and just from like a business point of how that works for you guys we don't do it annually we did it that one time I think maybe two years ago um (laughs) but obviously yearly we regularly donate to different organizations um depending on like what we find as a team wanting to support yeah um but when we did the ocean giveaway we really wanted to help out because um at the time that's when I kind of got more into learning about sustainability and how there's like a lot of waste and whatnot and after that we our entire production um design products and everything like started to change and have less waste like using recycled bottles to make the fabric and all that stuff so um Mm -hmm. that was kind of like a turning point for me that I realized that there is a lot of waste in the clothing industry so we kind of wanted to do an initiative and get people like talking and raise awareness and no better way doing that than giving away like unlimited free stuff. Um, yeah. How it's possible to do it from a business standpoint. Um, it was free, but they had to pay for shipping. Mm-hmm. So the shipping price that we charged cover for the cost of the product. Um, and then we, it also covered for, 
uh because we were donating five dollars each order so it, we mm-hmm. added the five dollars to each order so that was it like we didn't make any profit it was just covering yeah. cost of the shipping and the cost of the donation part mm-hmm. um and then in some cases though because we charge shipping fairly similar around the world. Some places we lose money and some places we make a little bit of money. So we just kind of like, it kind of like all equaled out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how we did it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I've kind of been wondering that since it happened, I was like, that's a really cool initiative. And it yeah. definitely got people talking. I think it raised a lot of like brand awareness for sure. Um, but since then, you guys have started to transition more to athletic wear, correct? Yes. Like what made you decide to make that switch? And how has that transition been? I made that switch because we did a customer survey. We asked like our community, like what other products they want to see. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them said fitness apparel. So um, it made sense for me because when I did do training for uh, being a competitive swimmer we also did like a lot of dry land training so like weightlifting running all yoga like all that we had to do that to sh- do like strengthening training for just like training in the water as well so I'm very familiar with um fitness apparel and I was like yeah like if I have if this is like something that I I wore all the time I think I can create a good product that is like affordable quality um and have like the you know, color tones that we want. So, yeah. So we, we did that and the first launch did really well. And after that, like all the launches did really well. And I just, we're like pivoting towards mainly focusing in fitness apparel now. And mm-hmm. we're probably only going to drop swim in the summer only. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's been amazing and we're growing really fast also because of it. Um mm-hmm. Fitness apparel is something people can wear like all the time, all year round at home, like yoga, fitness, just walking on the street they can wear versus swimwear is more like travel in the summer. And mm-hmm. you know, we're in Vancouver and summer is only like one, two months long. So it yeah. makes sense for us to pivot. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And you said your launches all did really well, probably because it's a great product, but also do you have any launch tips? Yeah. I think um, it's important to come up with a collection name and also have meaning behind the collection. Mm-hmm. So for example, the last one we dropped was uh, the two, two before that was Glow Getter collection. And it was launched on January 28th, which was, you know, around New Year's and mm-hmm. we wanted it to be about, you know, like go get your dreams um, in the new year while like glowing that kind of stuff so we did like a little play on words and um really having meaning behind the collection that goes well mm-hmm. with the color tones um do really well for us and obviously hyping it up by showing sneak peeks or dropping early access for our vip customers and ambassadors um and also sending your product out beforehand to influencers to create hype that's really important yeah I love those. And so what is some of the hard work that goes in behind the scenes that some people wouldn't expect? Good question. I think shipping out orders is probably the hardest thing that people just don't think mm-hmm. is hard. They're like, you just pack an order. But when yeah. we do a launch, especially we get like a huge volume in like within an hour and all the girls that are working in the warehouse right now are part-time um, mm-hmm. they're all full-time students. So people don't understand how we can take so long, but in reality, like it does take us a long time. 
because yeah. like all girls are part-time like not everybody is in at once and also COVID we need to ensure that like our staff safety and then mm-hmm. um like we also like write cards right like that takes a lot of time and yeah I think that is something that's hard but people don't understand yeah that's great yeah I feel like the more people you talk to to have a who have a business the more you learn like oh wow there's a lot behind the scenes that people don't expect yeah um so where do you see Vite Apparel in five years I hope it could be as big as Gymshark and um I want to be more more I wouldn't say global, but I want to be more in the U.S. Right now, we're very heavily Canadian customer-based. I do want to expand into the U.S. And hopefully by then, our team would grow from what we have now to about like 50 people. I think that would be a good goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you guys just moved to a new warehouse, right? Yeah, we moved to a bigger warehouse. Yeah. How's that transition going? It was rough because... um, we had a lot of inventory coming in while we were moving to, um, which, which is good because it wouldn't fit in the old place, but everything was everywhere. And because we just moved, like things were not like hundred percent organized, but orders are still coming in like on the daily, right? So we needed to like get the ball rolling. So that was really tough to organize and just maneuver, I think. Um, but now we're pretty settled in and have a good system going and we're doing a lot of hiring next week. So hopefully everything will be more organized and, can run like more properly that's amazing and do you post hiring ads on your website or linkedin or indeed yeah we post it all so on indeed linkedin our social media my personal channels as well Mm -hmm. oh that's so cool and then my last question would be what tips would you give somebody who'd want to do something like similar like start a clothing business of some sort today my biggest advice would be to go, just do it, go for it. Because uh, I think people spend too much time thinking about starting it, thinking about like what my brand should be called, thinking about like what it should look like. Just don't think too much and just do it. Obviously people think that you need a lot of capital to start a business, like you don't. I saved up like $2,000 from lifeguarding and that was my first like cost of inventory. So it doesn't cost that much to start a business. And that's for me, like $2,000 was because um, we designed our own products and we needed to meet the minimum order quantity for the manufacturer. Otherwise, if you're starting like, for example, like a lot of handmade businesses, like um, a candle company, like there's like way lower cost, I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's do it. Do you wanna plug any of your socials or channels or anything? Yeah, sure. Um, so my personal Instagram is miss with four S's dot and then Dior with two R's. Um, and obviously our brand handle for IG is Vitae Apparel. So V-I-T-A-E-A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Um, and then you guys can also check out our website, uh, vitaeapparel.com. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. Have a great rest of your day and good luck cool. with the rest of your meetings. Yeah, awesome. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Twist Talks. I hope you walk away from this episode knowing something new. You can find me at samanthatwist.com, Twist Talks on Instagram, or Samantha Twist on YouTube.